I'm in the way, the bright and shining way. Yes, I'm in the glory land way. My brothers and sisters, once again, this is your brother Paul, often uh, speaking from Scotland through the uh, Churches of Christ uh, Digital Ministry. Uh, this audio is made uh, from the Church of Christ and it's coming to you. And as you always listen to me, God bless you for listening uh, to this audio also. And I pray that uh, you'll find it useful to send this audio to uh, all your friends or uh, anybody that you want uh, him or her to know the truth send this audio to them also to listen and God will bless you brother Paul often uh, from Church of Christ Cambano in uh, United Kingdom that is Scotland to be precise you can find Church of Christ all over the world in every corner if you are not sure just Google and find out from where you are you Google Churches of Christ where you are and you can find or locate us let's have a word of prayer short one and then begin our lesson for today Father God and Almighty we thank you so much for giving us today also to hear your word we pray that God you speak through me as your servant so that your children will hear you and do what the word says thank you so much for listening to our prayer at this time in Jesus name I pray amen brothers and sisters uh, this lesson is titled God's miracle for today God's miracle for today one of the confusing subjects among Christian world today is God's miracle today while some people think that the miracles that are going on today are false others believe they are genuine still many people are confused especially Christians whether God can perform miracles today or not or whether God can perform miracle at all now this lesson will help us but what I'm praying you will do is follow all the quotations that I will quote even if you forget it you can play the tape again and follow the quotations and try to do the studies yourself I know you have the Bible with you you have it on your mobile phone you may have the hard copy too please do refer to these quotations and find out what is coming to you at this time is the right information and this is what the Jews in Berea did if you read the book of Acts, they did not only listen to the words from the Apostles but they also did research to find out what they are hearing from them they were hearing from them 
was the truth. And that is what I want you to do. Please don't be annoyed. Try to hear me through the end of this lesson. You'll understand. Even if you think this is a bitter pill, please try to finish this tip. And if you have any question, I have my link that you can raise these questions. And together, we can find the truth from the scriptures. Man's search for miracles and wonders has been since Jesus Christ's time. And even before that, man started looking for miracles. The claim for miracles and wonders are not necessarily a sign for people to look for God. They are not. Because there were some people who received miracles of God. God performed these miracles in their eyes. But they still had in their heart. They did not believe God. An example are the Israelites. God did many miracles in front of the Israelites but they still had in their heart. Jesus performed several miracles which most of them were done in front of the Pharisees and the scribes but they still had in their heart and instead of believing in the Son of God they rather requested for more signs and miracles. So if people are thinking that the miracles will help people to believe in God, then we have to think twice. Because miracle per se does not even save people. Many people saw it right from Jesus Christ but they still having their heart. And when these Pharisees requested for more miracles, let's listen to what Jesus says. I'm reading from Matthew chapter 12, verse 38 to 40. Then some of the scribes and the Pharisees answered him, saying, Teacher, we wish to see signs from you. But he answered them, an evil and adulterous generation seeks for sign, but no sign will be given to it, except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. I read from ESV. Jesus wouldn't have performed any miracle if the Jews have accepted him as the Messiah. Because of their refusal, Jesus had to do this to prove that he was the Messiah. The Jews believed in God and Moses and other prophets, but did not believe in Jesus. Therefore, there was the need for him to give them some signs. Even with all these miracles that Jesus did, they still hardened their heart and they did not believe him. So in actual fact, miracle was not a primary 
thing that Jesus wanted to bring to these people. He wanted them to believe in him so that they will be saved. But because they had in their heart and did not believe in him as the Messiah, that is why he performed this miracle. But even that, they still did not believe in him. All these miracles were performed in those days because apart from the Jews and other nations, the other nations did not believe or know God and his son. But now, every corner of the universe, God is known. If people don't believe in him, it doesn't mean they are not aware of his existence. But listen to this. What Paul says in Romans chapter 1 verse 20 to 22. I read from the ESV. For this, uh, for his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world. In the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give him thanks, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. This is what Paul is saying. God does not need to perform miracles for the world to believe his existence. All the structures are there for them to see. Therefore, they have no excuse. Nobody says that I need to see miracle before I believe in God. That is not God's aim to show people miracle. His aim is for people to believe in his son and be saved. Without believing in the gospel, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, you are perished. You have no salvation. It is not miracle that God wants us to believe in today. Whilst the people were seeking for signs and wonders, Jesus was talking about his death and resurrection, which is the gospel. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1 and 2 says, The death burial and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ is the gospel. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 1 to 4. What God requires from man today is not to look for miracle or signs but to seek the gospel which has power to save. Paul says and I quote, I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. To the Jews first and to the Greeks. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Miracles were for those who did not believe in God and his son Jesus Christ. But not for believers or Christians who already acknowledge him as their savior. Therefore, it doesn't make sense for people who call themselves Christians or children of God to claim they can perform miracles in their church buildings or among people who already believe in God. For example, with regard to the speaking in tongues or languages, 
Paul told the Corinthian Christians, this is a sign for unbelievers and not believers. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 22 reads there. So why do people say they speak in tongues in their church buildings? Even though this has passed away. 1 Corinthians 6, 13 verse 8 to 10. Read there. Speaking in tongues were to be done away. What for a brief and not something that too uh, 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 still exists today as we speak. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 8 to 10. Because they do not know that speaking in tongues by the apostles and the early Christians were genuine spoken languages, some people's mother tongue, and not a mere empty noises as we hear today from their church buildings. Listen to this. Acts chapter 2 verse 7 and 8 and see that speaking in tongues were genuine languages. And I read Acts chapter 2 verse 7 and 8 and they were amazed and astonished when the people hear the apostles spoke in tongues they were amazed and astonished saying are not all these who are speaking Galileans and how is it that we hear each of us in his own native language do you understand this the apostles spoke their language and the people were amazed and they were saying that, are these people not Galileans? Why can they speak our language? And who tells you that speaking in tongues is just mere noise making? It was a language that people spoke. A language that we do speak like Chinese, Japanese, uh, German, uh, Akan. These were the languages that people spoke. And this is what the early Christians spoke and that is what we call genuine speaking in tongues not what we hear today in people's church buildings because many people are seeking for signs and miracles today instead of pursuing or looking for the gospel that saves Satan has taken the advantage of this and has recruited many false men of God who claim they can perform miracles. Timothy was warned by Paul. For the time is coming when people will not endure the sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myth. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 to 4 is what I have just read. Anytime people refuse the gospel, which is the truth, God allows Satan to feed them with their own passion and with the taste that they want. Paul says to Thessalonians, Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion so that they may believe in what is false in order that all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. What is miracle at all? By C.S. Lewis' definition, this is an interference with nature by supernatural power. 
in a broad sense, it is something that the law of nature could not do in their ordinary course and operation. Then the question comes, can God perform miracle today? Can God perform miracle? God's power is not limited at all. He can perform miracle at any time he chooses to do so. He performed great wonders and miracle when the universe was being created. He performed number of signs and wonders in the eyes of the Israelites in Egypt and most places. Read the book of Exodus, especially chapter 1, 2, 3, and 4. You see all these signs. And again, he performed greater signs of all by raising up his only begotten son who died was buried and after three days he came back this is a miracle this is wonders god's interference with man what many people are not aware is the fact that god interferes with man or god's interference with man since the creation has been in two ways these are miraculous interference and non-miraculous interference anytime god's name is mentioned people are looking for signs and miracles forgotten that his non-miraculous intervention is far far outweighs his miraculous dealings with man because of lack of knowledge that is why the so-called man of God has taken the advantage and deceiving the naive to fill their pocket. God's miraculous intervention. Let's see how God intervened miraculously. In the Bible, there are so many miraculous interventions by God when dealing with man. The first one we talk about, we talk few of them because there are many, we cannot mention everything, but just few of them. God intervened miraculously with nature, or interfered miraculously with nature and a man through the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is beyond the law of nature and man's reasoning for a woman to get pregnant without a man. Jesus' birth is an interference with nature. Even the test tube babies still requires male sperms and a female ovum before life can be possible. Jesus' birth is true miracle. The resurrection of Lazarus will be the second one. This is beyond nature's, uh, what nature agrees and also beyond man's reasoning for someone to die and come back to life after four days. Also, the man who's uh, who received his eyesight after being born with blindness, the third one. For all these years, this man has been uh, blind because he was born with this. This is the man who all the people knew he was blind including the Pharisees but he was miraculously or he miraculously received his sight John chapter 9 read there 
by law of nature this cannot happen all these miracles are undeniable facts even the Pharisees who wanted to kill Jesus can attest to this because they saw it themselves one important thing of this miracle is that many of those who received them had no conditional clauses such as uh, you have to have faith first before uh, you receive your miracle or because you did not have faith that is why uh, you did not receive your miracle God's supernatural power cannot be limited to whether one has faith or not let's ask this question Lazarus the dead man did not have faith yet he came back to life the blind person did not know Jesus he only believed in him after he has received his sight read from John chapter 9 verse 35 to 38 and I read there Jesus heard that they had cast out they had cast him they had cast him out and having found him he said do you believe in the son of man he answered that is the blind person that has received his sight answered who is he sir that I may believe and Jesus said to him you have seen me and he said to him the one who is speaking to you is the one and he said Lord I believe and he worshiped him now when this man's eyes was restored the Pharisees met him and asked him do you know who restore your eyes and he said no and they said well if you uh, 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 if you had known this man you will know that he is using evil spirit to cast out all these things or to restore eyes and the man said well I don't care all that I believe is I was blind and now I can see hallelujah and that is all I want as for the one that opened my eyes I don't care so he asked them a question how can somebody who is evil person can restore my eyes now when this man was trying to challenge these Pharisees they cast him out from their church uh, from their synagogue they didn't allow him to uh, come to the synagogue so after they have cast him out Jesus met him this man and said do you believe in the son of man and the guy is standing at who, who is he now he's standing in front of Jesus who restored his eyesight but he don't know him because this man was blind when Jesus healed him all Jesus did spit on the, on the on the ground mix it with mud and then he just rubbed on the person's eye and asked him to go uh, to the river Siloam and wash it this man was blind I think some people will help him to do that but after he has done that and his eyes was restored he did not know Jesus face so when Jesus met me and said do you believe in the son of man he said who is he tell me and I will believe and Jesus said it's me 
that is when the man saw that oh he is the one that restored his eyesight and believe in him he never believed in Jesus in the beginning because he didn't know him and Jesus did not ask this man to come to him so that he can heal him listen this is the difference between those people who are saying claiming that they can perform miracles and that was what Jesus time they performed this man was sitting somewhere Jesus went in there and then they met him and Jesus disciple apostles asked him why is this man blind is it because of sin his sin or his parents sin Jesus said no not his own sin or his parents sin but so that the 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 the, the word of God or so that the uh, the miracle of God can be fulfilled in this man brothers and sisters nobody called this man to restore his eyes there's no way in the Bible that Jesus was calling people to come he is going to heal them all the apostles there's no way so check the difference between what the apostles and Jesus did and what is going on today. Now what I can tell you is God's supernatural powers cannot be limited to whether one has faith or not. And again, and I've given you examples. One supernatural interference was a miracle that we'll talk about is the soldier whose ear was caught by Peter. Remember in the garden when these people, the soldiers were going to arrest Jesus, Peter used his knife and cut the soldier's ear. And here Jesus told Peter, do not do that. Those who pull salt, they die by salt. So put your salt where it belongs. And Jesus picked this uh, severed ear the ear that has been cut down and then put it back where it belongs and the ear was as if it has not been cut before this is miracle and this is wonders and signs how come a part of human being completely separated from the human to come back and it's it was amazing that this was not even sutured or glued to and this became normal as it was and this is beyond nature what nature can do and this is what we call a, a, a miracle brothers and sisters let's see the difference between what Jesus and his apostle did and what is going on today Compare these miracles to what the so-called men of God of today are claiming to do and ask yourself, is what he are doing is genuine? It's not genuine. Another way God interfere with man is by non-miraculous means. Here, God doesn't need to perform miracle, but he still interferes with man. That's what we are talking about. Example I can give you is the birth of Samuel. 
if you read first Samuel chapter 1 God intervened Samuel's birth but it wasn't a miracle it wasn't a miracle after Hannah has prayed to God for a son God listened to Hannah but Hannah has to go and meet with her husband and perform what a woman and uh, a, a, a man uh, will do before a child is conceived. So though God listened to Hannah, Hannah has to go the natural way. This is not a supernatural because he has to go and and and, and uh, uh, meet uh, the the husband. Whereas Jesus one is supernatural because Mary did not need any man, but Jesus was conceived. Hallelujah! And this is the difference. Whereas Jesus is a supernatural way we call miracle. Hannes was not a supernatural way because Hannah needed her husband. That is the difference. Another thing I can talk about is uh, the instruction given to Timothy. Now, if you read 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 23, Timothy had a problem with his uh, uh, stomach. I would say stomach illness. I don't know what illness uh, 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 was it. But he, he had this stomach problem. But Paul advised him to take little wine because of his problem. He said, do not drink uh, water alone, but take little wine for your stomach's sake. The question is, Paul, who could perform miracle, even raise the dead, why did he not heal uh, 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 Timothy? But I asked him to take some medicine. That why is a form of medicine. Why did he not heal Timothy miraculously? What does this tell you? Because Timothy was a Christian, he didn't need any miracle to believe in God. He's already a Christian, believer of God. So all that he needs is to go the natural way to be healed. Now, he took this medicine, but God healed him through that. You have to go the natural way. So God still intervened in human affairs, but not a miraculous way. It's a non-miraculous manner. My brothers and sisters, please listen well. Because people are confused. And thinking that when God's name is mentioned, it's miracle, 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 miracle. That is not the point. God can perform miracle at any time, but he's not doing it today because we don't need it. We believe in him already. We don't need miracle to believe in him. If you are sick, God has already given people the wisdom to study illness and to study the human body. God has already uh, uh, put in place this so that when I am ill today and I meet the doctors and the nurses, God has put wisdom in them that they can tell me what is my condition and provide the medicine I need. And through God's hands, I will be healed.
Brothers and sisters, God still intervened, but in a miraculous way. Today, we do not need any miracle. The sick are being healed day by day by the doctors and nurses. And this is no miracle. God has blessed them and given them knowledge to study so that they can help us when we are sick. The poor are being fed day by day by God through the hands of those who can afford. There are people who can afford. So God has put them there so that they can help those who are in need. Why is it that God miraculously will not fill every pocket of human being with money so that you don't need anything? But God told those who have that, you have to open your hands for the poor so that they can also be fed. God has already provided for this by helping the poor through the hands of those who can afford. We don't need any miracle because we already believe in him. God has blessed humans with technology too. Now, what humans can do before the advent of technology, we will say that this is miracle. But it's no more miracle because God has blessed people with knowledge so that they have studied and using technology to perform a lot of things for us. And this is no miracle. It's just knowledge and people study. Today, through technology, you can fly in the sky through aeroplane to another country. Today, because of technology, you can hear me speaking now. I am sitting in Scotland, but you can hear me in Germany, can hear me in America, you can hear me in Ghana, wherever you find yourself, you can hear me because of technology. And this is the hands of God. He want people to hear him. And this is one way that he can, you know, do it. This is no miracle. It's God provision that he's made already so that through technology things will be safer for us my brothers and sisters why do still still uh, do people still believe in these false prophets and fake pastors who claim to perform miracle many people believe in them because they have misunderstood Joel's prophecy now listen to this prophecy and this is where people uh, think that uh, uh, they can perform miracles they quote this but that is not true they don't know what you are talking about because they don't read the bible to understand i read from joel chapter 2 verse 28 29 and it shall come to pass afterwards that i will pour out my spirit on all flesh your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams and your young shall see visions even your male and your female servants in those days i will pour out my spirit they go there and read and they say yes that is why we are doing this because paul uh, god said he's going to pour his spirit on all flesh so we can also you don't understand this now according to the book of us this prophecy came to pass 
on the days of Peter and the apostles. It came to pass that day. And listen to what Peter said in Acts chapter 2. I want you to listen carefully. Acts chapter 2 verse 16 to 21. You have your own Bible. You can refer to what I'm saying. With regard to this prophecy, which people are claiming today that they can also perform a miracle. Now, this is what was altered through the apostle, uh, through the prophet Joel. Here, this is Peter speaks now. And in the last days, it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons, okay, uh, and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old shall have dreams, and even on, even on my male servants and the female servants in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show wonders in heavens above, and the signs on earth below, blood and fire, and vapor and smoke, and the sun shall turn darkness and the moon uh, to blood before the day of the Lord comes, and a great and a great and magnificent, uh, magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, do you know, before Peter, you know, read this, Peter and the rest of the apostles in Acts chapter 2 started uh, speaking in tongues, okay, and doing some miracles there. And the people thought they were drunk. The people thought they were drunk. And Peter says, we are not drunk, as you are claiming, but this is what the prophet Joel, for so many hundred years ago, prophesied, that God is going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. This is what you see today. So Peter said, what Joel said is what you see today. Peter told his audience, this is about 2,000 years ago, and now we are in 2018. You are saying that you can perform miracles because Joel said that. You don't read your Bible well. You don't read your Bible well. Today, we don't need miracles because God is already everywhere. They did these miracles among the unbelievers so that they can believe in his son. You said you already believe in his son. Why the need for this? It's because you don't understand the Bible. Moreover, what you are doing is fake. It's not genuine. Because God is not doing that today. Not that God cannot do. God can do this hundred times. But he's not doing it. Now God is intervening man's life through non-miraculous means. An example is what I have already given you. Brothers and sisters. Let us be careful so that these people will not deceive us. Let me give you some of the things that you can mark those people who are saying they can perform miracles. Now, the Bible says, for their fruit you shall know them. These people who claim to perform miracles, they accuse people of not having faith. If they cannot, 
if you bring a new person who is not well somebody like somebody having a hunchback or somebody who is genuinely blind or crippled they cannot perform they will tell you that you don't have faith that is why you couldn't do it but there's no way in the bible that jesus or his apostles told anybody not having faith so they couldn't help him the false people will tell you that okay and the second one is they also blame other people for somebody's misfortune they will tell you that it's your mommy or your daddy your grandparents who are causing you if you are barren and you cannot give birth instead of them helping you to get children if they say they can they rather blame your grandmother so that they will bring this kind of enmity between you and grandmother and this poor old woman will be in trouble mark these false people they are causing tension among families these people they fake they stage all that they do on your televisions and and uh, what the whatsapp that they send across they are all faking it's not from god okay and they also become verbally abusive cursing people on radios and tvs you see them cursing because they are from evil one that is what they do all these things they use their followers as slaves you see their followers lying on the floor and they will be stamping on them they'll be sitting on them shouting on them and sometimes physically assaulting them they call themselves men of god mark them brothers and sisters these people also advertise for these miracles bring your people here fridays all night we are going to perform wonders advert where in the bible did jesus or his apostle did that these are all fake people you know them by what i have told you brothers and sisters i'm getting to the end of this lesson and what i want you to see or hear is that there is difference between the statement god cannot perform miracle today and god does not perform miracle today god can perform miracle if you want to but he doesn't do it because we don't need it today we don't need it all the things we need is written in the bible for us all we need is to accept his son jesus christ believe in him look for the truth look for the true church and be baptized becoming a good follower that's all you need you don't need any miracle if you are sick god has already made doctors and nurses available okay they can help you you don't need miracle to get well timothy that time there was a miraculous uh, 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 performance around but timothy was told to take medicine he did not need any miracle because he was a christian already because you don't know that is why people deceive you all the time the fact that god did not perform any miraculous uh, 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 interventions in, in the days of uh, the Israelites when they were in Egypt for 400 years doesn't mean God was not there. God was there with the people but they did not see any sign and miracle around that time. Today the same thing happened. God is with us. 
but we don't need miracle but because you are chasing for miracle that is why satan has recruited men call themselves men of god standing on your televisions on your radios and doing all these things using occultism and lies and tricks to trick many by their fruit you shall know them brothers and sisters your brother paul often is who you hear this time this is church of christ telling you the good news of our lord jesus christ all you need to believe in his son look for the church of christ everywhere you are you will find them if you cannot locate them google the church of christ where you are if you are in germany church of christ in germany if you are in ghana as for ghana every community you have church of christ in there if you are in london churches of christ in london if you are america there are lot brothers look for them and you hear more than what i have told you so that you can be seen god bless you for listening please please forward this lesson to another personnel and god will bless you god bless you for hearing this in jesus name